right, people, welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. I am very, very excited to announce we have some special guests on tonight. We have the president and vice president of the IMBA PMBA, Denny and Denise. Welcome to the podcast, guys. It's a pleasure. Thank you Thank very you. much. Um, I, I just want to say I appreciate you, guys, appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Um, I kind of had a bit of a fanboy moment just because... Um, you know, when someone, especially where you guys are in the organization itself, um, you know, contacted us on the page, it was, it was cool. It meant a lot. <laughs> so yes. we see what you're doing. So, yeah. you know, we figured, Hey, we got to check these guys out and, and uh, start some conversation. Yeah, for sure. So I, I guess, you know, for, for the listeners and for myself, give, give some backstory on how you guys got involved within the organization and, and got to the position you guys are now. Well, okay, I, I came to the United States when I was 10. <laughs> so at that time, I uh, got involved uh, watching a lot of TV because I didn't have TV when I was in Greece. And I, I watched uh, late night movies and I saw Hercules, Steve Reeves, and I really got involved. Uh, yeah, that turned me on the whole thing. And I started working sure. out with weights when I was 13. I got serious. I did a lot of sports, but I always loved bodybuilding. Yep. I mean, every sport that I did, it was always helped me a lot. And, and especially those days, I thought that you get muscle bound if you do bodybuilding. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Coach didn't want me to do those things. But anyway, I loved it. I uh, graduated college, got into architecture, city planning, but always worked out, always enjoyed, always start training people and stuff. And I opened up my own gym at one time. Awesome. And, uh, from in, and then at that time, I, I, I read the iconic magazine, Army Magazine, and he said, you know, why don't you do a little show, a little contest in your gym? You get everybody excited. So I, I did that, and uh, it was really great. Everybody loved it. So every six months, we do a little something to get everybody excited about it. Afterwards, it was so it got so big that people would say, "Why don't you get into a, uh, you know, some organization and promote a, a bodybuilding?" At that time, there weren't that many, so there was only NPC. So I went with NPC, right. did shows with them, tremendous shows. We had you know sellouts, really great. The only problem was that people were getting so big they were using drugs and everything else, and I didn't care for that. I thought the sport was getting, especially when the women start using it in the 80s, was really, really bad. So I, I talked to Jim Mannion from the NPC. I said, you know, I really do want to do a natural show. He says, uh, I don't think you're a good idea. You're going to lose your money. You're going to lose a lot of money. I said, well, you know, I'd like to try it. Yeah. Actually, that show became the biggest show in California that year. Wow. We had athletes from all over the world. We had athletes come in, not only from uh, the United States, you know, from New York and California and everything else, from Canada, I had people coming from other countries. But anyway, greater success. Then afterwards, uh, I just, uh, they decided that they didn't want really natural. <laughs> so I started my own organization. I started the uh, ABA, Amateur Body Association, and the PNBA, the Professional Natural Organization. Right. Uh, I did the first uh, natural universe. Uh, we had uh, quite a few countries come in, Australia and New Zealand came in, a lot of countries started coming in, they saw what I was trying to do, and they had the same vision as I did, you know, that they want to do a natural movement to get the back to the sport, to integrity that he, had belong, that he needs, and the athletes to have an even playing field. At that time, we had polygraph testing, but my polygraph testing, it wasn't like that 15-minute polygraph test you're talking about. We yep. did polytest for three days, and each show we did three wow. days polygraph testing okay so they were you know they were taking about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes for each person Jeez. so really that you know we started doing that uh from, from that on i started traveling okay i put over a million miles 
traveling, connecting with all the different countries all over the world. I'm talking about to Japan, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea, uh, India. I went to Europe, to every country, East, Eastern countries, when they were just laughing at me and says, listen, steroids here, like five bucks, you can get anything you want. You want protein? It costs 90. Yeah. This is yeah. never going to happen. Well, now, for, now we are the strongest in East, Eastern countries. We have, we have huge INBH shows. Uh, when we do a world championships, we do a world championship. We're talking about 40 to 60 countries competing. And we usually do that in, in Europe. The natural Olympia is the pinnacle of natural sports. We had 500 athletes 19, in 2019 and we had the last, before the COVID, yep. we had 500 athletes from over 60 countries. We have given to the athletes five cars, five Harleys, over $800,000 in cash, wow. plus recognition for them, you know, great yeah. venue in Vegas. It's a four day event. We want to recognize these athletes. It's not fair that all the steroid enhanced athletes get all this money from the sponsors. We don't have the sponsors that we, we need. Yeah. But what we do is this, we work all year round to do shows, collect the money and put it back and give it to the athletes. For instance, this natural Olympia, we're going to have this in three weeks. We are going to give out 20 divisions, pro divisions, cash and prizes, 20 divisions. So, you know, we're trying to give it back to them and, 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 and uh, support them, you know, support an athlete and be recognized. Yeah. So that's how we started. The natural Olympia really started was I wanted to do something special. After we got all the countries together, we had a world championships and we had the universe and stuff, but we want to do something special. Yep. Being the fact that natural athletes do not have, then I can go in the Olympics. So I was born in Greece, about 50 miles away from natural Olympia. Well, I mean, the, the Olympia, where the Olympic Games were held, oh, the, okay. the old Olympic Games. So it, to me, I always been the fact that I was school there, and I always knew about the Olympics. Yep. So I thought that natural Olympia title was a really great title to have for a show. And I talked to all my other presidents in the world. And they decided that was the deal. We went back to Greece and we did the first natural Olympia in Greece. So it was great to get us started there. So that's why we all call it the natural Olympia. And, and also we, we have the same history as the Olympics. We try to do is this. We don't give them a lot. We just give them a wreath. You win a wreath, just like the Olympics, the old days. You have a beautiful medal. You have gold, silver, and bronze. Your national anthem is played when you win. So you get all that same thing as the Olympics, but you know, we can't we can be, be approved yet for that. So we do that for, for them. Um, that's how we started. That's really cool. Uh, you can tell just in your voice, your passion for it, which I think, you know, obviously. 40 years in this thing, 40 years and I love my athletes. I love my sport. I love my sport. Yeah. The, the other thing that made the, made the INBA, PNBA great is this. I decided to have called the Hall of Fame, people that have done so much for the, for the, for the sport, competing, helping, and everything else. Plus, I added the Hall of Shame. The Hall of Shame shows you who has failed in our, in our, in our, in our shows and, we, and what they have failed on, all the different uh, chemicals that they take. So you can go to my website anytime. You can see the whole the people that who failed, banned for life, and we ban them for life. Yep. Uh, and, and so you'll see who it is, and it's all 
for everybody to see. Any other organization you come to mind where we're the only organization that does that. Nobody tells us everything else. They, I've seen other organizations, which I'm very disappointed, I apologize to say this to you, but there are people that failed on my, my website and it's water testing. It's not, you know, polygraph. We do water tests for 20 years now. We have done exactly what the water code is. And they allow them to compete in other natural organizations. They allow them to come in to compete. Right. You know, how are we going to clean up the sport? How are we going to, this is, this is the only disappointment I have about that. Yep. But anyway, we're trying to be open to, to everybody to see what we're doing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I think, uh, you know, this is something, you, you know, you touched on earlier with regards to like sponsorships and getting recognition for the athletes. And this is a subject matter we've talked to numerous other people about. And, you know, it's good to see that you guys are really putting effort into, you know, getting athletes promoted and getting them recognized and, and you know, we're awarding them with, you know, obviously financially. And I mean, who doesn't want a, a Harley Davidson? That's pretty cool. So, you know, there's all that kind of stuff, which as athletes, you know, the three of us, James and Dan that have now joined on, you know, it's really, it's really good to see. Yeah. And we have a similar mission here. I mean, to, to promote natural athletes and, yeah. you know, great athletes. That's, that's what that's all about. It's, it's about the athletes and the sport. You know what I mean? Uh, these athletes have been, uh, uh, these natural athletes have not yet that recognition that they deserve. You know, it's not yeah. fair when IPB is giving out a million dollars, whatever purse to everybody over there, you know, and those guys already, you know, as you, I know you have read how many people have passed away this year on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Arnold Schwarzenegger come in and tell you, well, you know, I, I really like to see classic physique to be the new bodybuilding. Oh, you know, those guys midsection are too big now. And I, instead of just saying, listen, guys, we got a test. You know, not, you're not going to be able to compete in my Arnold's Classic anymore if you're not, you can't pass a test. And he has the money to do it or test everybody and do that. And this is disappointing, very disappointing to say this. And I'm, you know, I come 40 years in this business and I'm expecting somebody like him or like uh, The Rock or anybody, those guys who want to promote to stand up and say, listen, we're, we're killing ourselves here. Yeah. We're killing the sport. We're killing the athletes. Let's do something to really you know, to, to, uh, to, to help out here, you know? Yeah. You're seeing that bit of a, a tide turn a little bit with, with classic physique now, right. Where, you know, guys like Chris Bumstead are becoming, you know, very big faces in the industry and, you know, anybody can look at Chris and, and, you know, he's obviously enhanced as well, but definitely not to the degree that the big, big guys are, but, you know, a lot of guys can look at Chris and respect that physique. Whereas they look at, big Rammy. And let's be honest, none of us want to look like big Rammy. And my wife doesn't look at big Rammy and say, Ooh, he's attractive. But a lot of the classic physique guys, she can look at and say, well, you know, they're, they're good looking dudes. They're, they're still big, but it's, it's a more realistic aesthetic, right? Yeah. You know, it's also about, you know, health and, uh, you know, longevity, you know, and that's what we want to do. You know, this sport is a beautiful sport, you know, yeah. Everybody does body. Every sport. Anyway, so that's that's where I feel anyway. Yeah, for sure. So, you 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 mentioned the uh, discrepancy in sponsorships from the enhanced side to the natural side. From your point of view, you know, how do we go about building that into the sport to really create a legitimacy with our pros and our, our world champions and our Olympians and things like that? It, it's many ways. One is this: uh, is this that uh, you know. We have some major shows like the Natural Olympia, for instance, or the World Champs that we do, you know, that we, we bring a lot of people to see it, you know, they, they should support it. And, and, 
that's what they want. The companies want people that they, they can be able to sell, you know, be able to be there, you know. So that's what we one thing have to do. But um, it just that it just that's not uh, they uh, they don't see the the companies the value. the value and that's the problem and i think the athletes you, you know look the people that buy this supplementation and stuff is the natural athletes really a lot you know it's more than anybody else and this i think that those those athletes have to say listen you know i'm going to boycott the company you know if they're sponsoring ifbb and they won't sponsor my organization that i compete and i'm a natural athlete that's another thing but it, it goes to a lot of things it's like the promoters, you know, it's the people going to see the steroid freaks, you know what I mean? They're paying for it. There'll be a percentage of, but I mean, there's so many people that are going there, you know, to support it, the, the sport, uh, to see those kind of people. And it shouldn't be that way. Uh, what can I tell you? I mean, it's just, uh, I'm kind of falling blank here. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate that we, that the natural athlete doesn't get the support from these um, you know, supplement companies. So that's why we try to partner with the supplement companies that we know um, are there to support the athletes that we have. So Gains in Bulk is one of them, Elite Caliber Nutrition. And, you know, they actually sponsor some of the athletes. So, you know, they may not be that large, but we do know that they're um, Supplements are third-party tested. We know that they're, you know, going to pass the WADA test. They're not going to be taking anything that has, um, you know, banned substance in them. So um, I think the tide is going to turn, is turning, and it's going to really turn these next couple of years. And I think everyone, supplement-wise and within our industry, is going to is going to finally jump on board and realize, you know, let's not do a disservice to these athletes and their health. Let's go ahead and support life, longevity, and health in the sport of natural bodybuilding. Because if, if people are going to continue to keep passing away and, you know, destroying their bodies, and I mean, who are they going to be able to sell to? So you can, you can see the change of the sport too. You know, I've been in 40 years now, so I know where the sport's going in. It's like cigarette. I was compared to cigarette smoking in the fifties, everybody smoked 60. They were started getting aware of now you can't even smoke anywhere there. I think people realize the steroids, they don't like that look. They see that they're grotesque. That's way out of hand. It wasn't like the seventies, you know, or some of the eighties. It's getting really bad. So I think it's going to see that the people are really not going to support that as much. And I think they see it. I think you see it at the Natch at the Mr. Olympia competition where the booths, how many booths they had, obviously they have 500. They only have very few now because people are not really into that anymore. They want to see a little bit more of like, like the classic, uh, you know, bodybuilder type of, you know, physique type of thing. So yeah. I think they realize people are seeing it, but it's going to take a little more time, but as long as we keep doing this and getting better shows, better venues for the athletes, you know, it's just that if we can get a little more sponsorship, we can help the athlete and also promote some fantastic shows, not only for the athletes, but also for the people, you know, for the audiences and the great experience. Yeah, that that's another thing that, you know, we've touched on is the quality of the, the shows itself, you know, instead of having you know, all these little shows in gymnasiums or little rec halls, you know, getting good venues that, you know, fantastic lighting and seating for spectators. And, and it, it feels like an event, right? Just like an, a, an Olympia would, or, or, you know, obviously you guys with the natural Olympia, like if you're there, you're, you're there for a, you know, it's a big celebration of the sport almost. It's a four day event. Uh, it was, we were, we were grateful that Generation Iron made this uh, Naughty for Life. I don't know if you've seen that yet, that uh, documentary. The documentary 
Uh, he picked us as the you know largest best tested organization, compared us to IFBB and us, you know, and the steroid uh, version and the uh, natural version. And uh, now we're going to be working with Generation Iron a lot more. Uh, it, it's really great. I mean, that helped a lot of the athletes to be seen, and they say you know they spoke about what they felt. And uh, it, I think this is what's happening. And I think it's a great moment, I think. And it, this COVID has messed us up because we were just, uh, 2019 was an exciting year. We had everything going for us. And then this two years now has kind of hurt us a little bit. Uh, you know, we sat back, we're still doing our shows, but it's not as, as exciting as, as it would be. But I think next year, it's going to get better and better for everybody. That's amazing. Um, okay, let's touch on some questions that I had submitted on the page. Um, you touched on drug, drug testing protocols, which is awesome. It's good to see, you know, the extents, extensiveness that you take it, um, in the sport of natural bodybuilding, there needs to be testing. I think we can all agree on that. And, you know, the more in-depth and intense the testing can be definitely the, the better, right? Yeah, we do the, we do, uh, in season and out of the season testing. So this is, I think we're the only ones who do that. At least we, we started a long time ago. So, uh, yeah, I'll touch a little bit more on the testing aspect. So we do follow um, the WADA banned substance list and we only test with WADA accredited labs. So, you know, unfortunately, what it comes down to is um, there not being enough information and education for the athlete. You know, what organizations are educating their athletes on their testing protocols? Um, what organizations, if if their athlete does test or does test positive for a performance enhancement, how are they notifying them? How are they notifying other natural organizations that you know athletes jump over to to compete in? So the transparency is not very clear. And we really try to do our best to make sure that we're as transparent as possible um, because we hold ourselves to the highest standard. It doesn't just the bodybuilding to us isn't just, you know, a business and bodybuilding and having a venue for some, for some of these athletes. It's also like within our roots, as you know, my dad had mentioned with coming from Greece and everything like that. So we take it very seriously. So transparency is, is huge for us. And the highest level of testing that can be performed is with WADA, the World Anti-Doping Agency. So they test Olympic um, athletes as well. So that's what we use. And we do in-competition testing and out-of-competition testing. So for COVID, this COVID year, it's been a little rough because the agencies that we hire to go out and do the testing out of competition have, you know, had issues with having enough people employed to go and do that. And then also um, because of COVID scares, they're kind of scared to go to people's homes and take yep. a sample because of COVID. So, but in the past, We've always done out of competition testing. We were able to do some at some of the competitions that we had this year when um, we had Meshach, we tested him um, at the Natural Olympia, after the Natural Olympia. So that was what, just a couple months yeah, he ago. Just came into, to he did show some and, guest posing for and, us. And he wasn't testing. aware that we were going to be testing. Um, and we just asked him, you know, European being athlete, um, you know, you sign a waiver that says we can test you in and out any of competition time. at any time. And uh, we're here, we're gonna test you. So um, we do that all the time as much as we can. And, you know, we try to be as transparent as possible. So we have that hall of shame. And we also express to everybody, you know, what the athlete failed on. Um, so, you know, it's just a question that I have for the athlete that is, you know, competing in another natural federation is, 
you know, they need to do a little bit more due diligence and ask the organization, you know, what's your testing protocol? Um, what, what, what compliance here are we following? Um, who, is, what labs are testing, you know, for performance enhancements? If you're doing Redwood Toxicology or Quest, um, you know, those are employment agency testing um, centers. Those are not sensitive enough to pick up the diuretics, the uh, performance enhancements, the SARMs, anything close to that as a WADA test would be able to pick up. So, you know, and we've had times where we've had to go to court because somebody has tested positive. We've been able to defend ourselves in court because of our testing protocols and because of, you know, we are educate the athlete that competes with us what our standard is. Um, they sign a waiver multiple times throughout the process of registering for a show and when they get to the show and when they get to express the sample. So, you know, we're, um, we take it very seriously. So I just would like to ask the athletes, please make sure you're asking your natural organization, you know, what are you guys doing? What's, wh how do I know if somebody has test has, you know, tested positive? How do I know? You know, it's sad when, they, just to go tell you something, I, I, it's another organization, but the deal is this, that they have the, the owner of the organization does the polygraph testing. You know, it, it just does, it doesn't, it's not kosher. I mean, what can I tell you? I, I mean, that's, that's not how they do it. You know, making over $250,000 just on, on, on testing and because you're, you're the tester and you give a 10, 15 minute test, that's not right. It's just, you're taking the money from the athlete, test them properly. You know, do water testing, do the right thing. You know, let's make the sport straight. Let's get that everybody do, you know, integrity in our sport and in promotions and everything like that. Let's just do the right thing. That's all I'm saying. Yep. So yep. quick oh, question on that. So uh, the water list is, is pretty expansive. Um, you know, it, it covers, you know, the, the, the main things that we're looking for in, in natural bodybuilding, which I mean, the steroids, the SARMs, the hormones, the etc. Um, I know that there are also some substances like say marijuana that are also on the list and you mentioned go ahead it sounded like you were going to answer I think you, you kind of know what I'm getting at is is what's you know are those things that you're looking for and you mentioned lifetime bans are there gradations of of yeah. bans or yeah, so right now we are um, giving a warning to those people that have tested for the THC within marijuana. Um, the levels, however high they are, is what the WADA lab can go ahead and uh, let us know of. So that's going to be a warning for the athlete for this year. Next year, it will um, be a band, and we have different levels of bands. So we have a six-month ban, a one-year ban, a ban for life. So it depends on what substances are found in the sample that they express to us and that the WADA um, ends up letting us know what substances are in there, then we can go ahead and decide on what kind of band, uh, band we would provide them with. Yeah, good to know. Um, okay, someone asked about Classic Physique. Um, you guys are obviously one of the organizations in the natural stream that have implemented Classic Physique. Um, so can you just describe the, the differences between them? Um, the person asked about if routines are you know, weighed in on, on scoring and stuff like that as well. Go ahead. Do that? Yeah, well, you know, the, the routines are 50% of the, uh, the scores. Uh, 50, because like one five or five zero? 
five zero. Five zero. So half of their score. Half the score. So because it is, it's a, it's it's the the physique that we're looking for. We're not looking at bodybuilding, you know, size, I and mean, we're looking for a symmetrical body that looks, you know, very pleasing, well presented, and you have to know how to present your body. There's specific poses that we ask you to do so we can see that. And then you have a routine of yourself to present your body. So it is, you know, it's totally different body. Bodybuilding mainly is for size, symmetry, and definition, you know, and we just want to see bulk and want to see, you know, as much size as possible. With this, we're looking for a more of a physique, more of a um, how you got, uh, beauty or uh, artistic. Artistic, yeah, sorry, yeah, artistic, you know, there you go. And that's what, but, you know, our, you know, our guys are not as big as, you know, IPB, you know, we know that there's some enhancement there. So, but uh, they're, some beautiful physiques. You don't have to have that big size to, to look great, you know, and present. Yep. Yeah. So in the IMBA, we take, in PMBA, we take um, presentation and the ability to perform the poses correctly um, to, uh, greatly within like the score of your, of your judging score. So, you know, when you're on stage, if you have a great physique and you don't know how to present it, that's going to definitely affect your score. Um, if you have, especially when it starts getting really close with the competition on stage. So, you know, we encourage everybody to make sure that you know how to do your mandatory poses, you know how to best, um, you know, represent your body on stage and that, you know, you choreograph your, whether it's your T-walk or your posing routine, um, you know, to fit your personality, but also to fit the criteria. So that's why the 50% of the score for classic physique um, is weighted in as so heavily because you do need to know the classic physique poses. You can't just, you know, only know the bodybuilding poses and not be able to show that artistic, um, you know, poses of a, a classic physique uh, athlete. Yeah. Yeah. It's good that you guys have just like a, a kind of a deciphered difference between the two because I think there's still you know, a little bit of confusion within the natural stream of, of what, what is classic and what's not, you know, I think, you know, an eye, an eye that's in the sport can look at a physique and say, Oh, that's probably a little bit more classic. But the fact that you guys obviously weigh the presentation towards it and how you display the poses and, you know, transitions and stuff like that, that that's good to know. Um, okay. Let's, let's close this out with, I guess, your, your final statements with regards to like why the IMBA, the PMBA, the natural Olympia, you know, is an up and comer in the stream of natural bodybuilding. You know, if this is the pinnacle, you know, why, why would they want to come there versus elsewhere? Well, listen, you're going to get, you go to, there's world championships. If you go to the mid, Midwest, there's a world championships by an organization and they have a world champs. There's only one country competing in the United States. That's it. There's other countries that have two or three, you know, you know, we have from 40 to 60 some countries competing. We have uh, this year alone, we have nine countries who joined us, nine countries just this year. And it's, it's, a, it's a bad year, you know, it's, it's COVID year, but they see that we're trying to do, they see the vision we're trying to do is we're trying to do the right thing for the athletes, you know, we give them the great venues. We give the, the, the amount of money that we give out to the athletes, the prizes, the cars, the Harleys, the rings, the, you know, all those things. It, it just, you know, it, it's also they see, I think, they see me and my family. We put all these years together. My kids grew up in a trailer doing shows all over the world, you know, all over their country. But that we, we care. We love this sport. You know, this sport has not, 
has given us so much. We have so many friends all over the world. Yeah. It's unbelievable. All my athletes have friends in Australia. They go to Europe or they go to Asia and they have friends you can stay with. And If you come to the Natural Olympia and you come Sunday when we have a brunch award ceremony and we get all the, all the pros are lined up and signed autographs and stuff, at 12 o'clock when it's finished, I'm telling you, everybody's crying. It's like a family. It's, it's, it's a unit. It's something that you're not going to believe how, what it is. I mean, I, I can't believe it. You know? And I'm really looking forward to it, too, because I like to see everybody again together. Yep. That's what we do. I don't know, Denise. So going? really, it's, it's just an experience that, you know, only we can try to explain. But when you get there, you're going to be like, wow, this is unreal. Like-minded people from all over the world that are very competitive with their physiques and, and they want to know more about you. How do you train? What are you up to? What's your off season like? So it's really an indescribable feeling because, you know, as an athlete, it's different. And then for us as promoters and, you know, putting on the event, it's different as well so um but i can definitely tell you that you will leave there um in awe with the amount of people that you people. see see all those flags everybody having their own flags so pride of them so you know having an imba all over the world it, it is special you know really i hope someday i hope to see you get there too yeah hey it's uh nat natty news daily might have to come report at the natural olympia <laughs> <laughs> so I do have one quick follow-up question. So what are the qualifications to compete at the Natural Olympia? I, I competed at the Mr. America, and I, I believe our athletes meeting that I'm, I'm qualified, is that, would that be in the pro? pro in the amateur too? Yes. yes. So the, the Mr. America was a Natural Olympia qualifier for both the amateurs and the pros. And if you're in the pro division, you're more than welcome um, to register for the Natural Olympia and uh yeah oh, damn. Damn. Let's I, go. wheels have been turning with shows because i I'm, my season's not over yet so well, we'd love to have to it's you. a it's a little bit of a selfish question but <laughs> well even if you don't come and compete you Just can come, come and hang out and, and check it, it yeah. out and, really, and you guys can tie along with and yeah love to have you really would we'll have to sneak leroy over from across the border yeah <laughs> i'm yeah, trapped in canada a couple more weeks and then I can come to a uh, little south of the border. <laughs> we have some Canadians coming over actually. So it's, uh, it's right down to the wire, but everybody's like booking their flights from Europe and stuff. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. Awesome guys. I appreciate you, you both coming on. I'm really, I'm really glad Denise that you joined in on this as well. Oh yeah. Thank you for letting me and you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for, for interviewing yes, us and taking the time. We appreciate very, it. Very, very much. Appreciate oh, this it. Was good. This was good. I, I guess uh, plug away like social media or websites and stuff. If people want to learn more or get in touch. Yeah. Naturalbodybuilding.com. And then you can also find us on Instagram. IMBA PMBA global underscore official. And our Facebook page is IMBA PMBA sport league page. Do you run the social media? Um, I do some of it. So I work with a social media small team and we kind of just uh, really stay in really good communication with each other. Okay, perfect. Awesome. All right, guys, if you guys enjoyed this episode, obviously give it a like. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Instagram, all that good stuff. And you guys heard it there. The Natural Olympia might be the place to go. So if your uh, season's not over like Dan, then, uh, then uh, well, you guys can figure it out. So thanks again, and we'll see you guys in the next one.